All right, this is True News 365. One more time, I'm going to try to uh, bring up some information, some basic information on the Apocrypha, uh, the books uh, that did not belong in the Bible, books that were, uh, people say they were taken out, but were never part of the Bible. Uh, the question is that the Catholic Church um, accepts about seven more Roman Catholic Church, and I think the the Eastern Orthodox Church accepts um, uh, even more books that are um, pseudepigraphal, pseudepigraphal, and then you got the Gnostic apocryphal Gospels. Uh, these books were not taken out they were never included and so i want to give some basic information um this conversation could be pretty detailed but i do want to have something on my platform that can point to some um some some very basic facts concerning these issues um the deutero canonical books are uh tobit judith one and two maccabees Wisdom of Solomon, Wisdom of Sirach, uh, Baruch, Esther, additions, which are additions to Esther, and then there's additions to Daniel, Susanna, and Bel the Dragon. Okay? Then you got the other apocryphal books. Uh, some were found in and buried in Egypt in an old container. Um, Gnostic writings dating back to the late second and third centuries. They were never and not considered canonical gospels. The canonical gospels are Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. And then you have um, the canonical gospels are are the earliest that we have and are more reliable historical accounts of the early church and the life of Christ. Okay, the canonical gospels go back to the same century of Christ and the early church. Um, most scholars agree that the gospels date um, to the first century between 50 and 90 AD. Um, some scholars have tried to put some of these um, other gospels as far back as the first century but they can never do so because the evidence just does not uh, demonstrate that right the gospel accounts were written at a time when eyewitnesses were still alive and that's the major difference okay that's the 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 big difference okay for instance um, uh, as, as, as early as 130 uh, to 200 AD during the, the life of Irenaeus he denied that the any of these Gnostic Gospels were part of the the canonical I said that there were only four Gospels um, there were only four and uh, Irenaeus was a, a disciple of Polycarp who was himself a disciple of the Apostle John.
Okay, so uh, the four Gospels are the oldest we have and a credible connection to Christ through eyewitnesses or they knew someone who saw and were there. In the ancient world, eyewitnesses, eyewitness testimony was extremely valuable, which is why the Gnostic Gospels are less credible. The testimony of the earliest Christians who validated those Gospels were Irenaeus, Polycarp, and others. None of those Gospels uh, written could have been authentic because the Gospels, the Apostles were dead by the time they were written in the late to early third centuries. So these forgeries bear the names of Apostles. And this is for the sake of getting attention and to gain a following. But these uh, second century, third century Gnostic Gospels were written in a totally different style of writing. They were embellishments of accounts written in the older canonical Gospels. Unlike the canonical Gospels, which were written in a more straightforward and informative style. Okay, most people haven't read the Gnostic Gospels in order to honestly compare them with the canonical Gospels. You know, they, they quickly revert to strange argumentation saying, well, you know, Bibles are taken out. The, 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 the Council of Nicaea, they know nothing about these things. There's no recorded proof anywhere that any anything of this sort picking um, uh, Gospels or selecting Gospels or dealing with doctrines or anything like that happened in any of the councils of Nicaea. Okay? Uh, the embellishments that are often found in these Gnostic Gospels get into areas where the canonical Gospels leave silent. Uh, for instance, when Jesus was a boy and when and during the resurrection, the actual resurrection, these areas are kept silent in the canonical Gospels, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. But in the Gospel of Peter, which is a very popular Gnostic Gospel, it, ridiculously, there's a giant Jesus that comes out of the tomb along with his cross. And on top of that, the cross starts to speak. How ridiculous is that? Then there's the infancy Gospel of Thomas, which has a bizarre misbehaving little boy Jesus performing weird miracles and defying God's laws. He supposedly bumps into an, uh, another little boy and kills him on the spot. He creates birds of clay on the Sabbath, breaking the Sabbath, and then the birds become real and fly away in order to get out of the violation of breaking the Sabbath. Um, so in the second century, Irenaeus confirmed that there were only four Gospels. That is documented. The same for Clement of Alexandria, who lived between 150 and 215. Um, he also confirmed in his writings that, were, that there were only four Gospels. Okay. Uh, there were others of the early church fathers that confirmed that there was only four gospels okay so let me see if i can i've got no pause button so we've got kid action in the background so let me see how fast i can do this
uh, let's see there. Um, okay, the other thing is that the, these apocryphal books were never found among the canonical gospels. Like whenever they found the canonical gospels, none of these apocryphal books were ever in there. Okay. Also, the early church either ignored these these um, these writings, or if they did mention them, they condemned them outright in their writings. They were known to be forgeries from the very start. Okay. Also, the lack of validity of these books were also understood to be a, a, a little um, of interest uh, due to the fact that very few of them have been found. Well, you have very few of these um, Gnostic Gospels found in comparison to the uh, the, the four uh, canonical Gospels. And that demonstrates that they weren't really highly collected. Nobody really uh, collected them as much. Um, we've, in the New Testament, we have like 22, 2,500 manuscripts of the New Testament, whereas with these Gospels, uh, these Gnostic Gospels, they, they were, they're very few, very few. Um, yeah, so, and the New Testament states that the Jews were entrusted with the oracles of God in Romans 3, 2. And then the Apostle says that they were entrusted with the Gospel to go out into the world. So, God was, is completely involved and in control. And so, the idea that uh, people selected, people picked, people decided, councils decided, and people were the ones who know. These things were from the very early on, the, the church, the people of God, the, the, the people who knew the apostles, that knew the people in the churches, that knew these people that were running out of their homes and they were being persecuted, these people who would collect these writings because this is how they would preserve the teachings and the understandings, all that stuff, that is where, that is what has decided. <coughs> and that is a work of God, that so many people could have God in their hearts to to the fact that they would collect and do their own copies upon copies upon copies. And we see this in the totality of three, um, so many that we've been able to unearth, even though uh, there have many, been many cases and many times when the, the enemies of, 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 of God, of Christ and the church have wanted to uh, do away with these documents uh, and they would burn them and they would kill them and they would persecute the Christians and the Christians would have to be on the run and leave in three continents and for many, many, many years under persecution. If they would, in many cases, be caught with any of these writings, they would be killed. And so even then, you know, 200 and f uh, 2,500 manuscripts that have been collected so far basically says that these of ancient antiquity, these are the works that, and the historical documents that have been the most collected. Okay? So, with regard to the apocryphals of the, the, the older, of the Jews, um, the um that it was understood that the the early jews never laid laid any of these books the uh Tabit, judith first and second maccabees wisdom baruch esther and, and none of these 
deuterocanonical books were were um, were in the temple, were laid up in the temple uh, of the early Jews. So those never did belong uh, in in among the Word of God, among the the words of God that were said to be God breathed in, in Anustas in Greek, in Greek. So yeah, so this stuff, all of these books, and a lot of information. You'd be surprised what you can find on just on Google. You get pretty good information, you know. Um, and people continue to say, "Well, no, I'm not. I'm not. Um, I'm not religious. I'm spiritual." And a lot of these things, when they talk, talk about vibrations, and they talk about essence, and they talk about. Uh, you know, God is undefinable and he's a spirit. And oftentimes they, this is how they sound. They sound Gnostic and they sound, they want to sound esoteric. And where do they get this? Not because they've studied these esoteric religions or they have uh, understanding of these. No, because they've heard these things. You know, these things come from, in many cases, Eastern religions and Hinduism and uh and this is where they get that language from, because here in the West has been plenty of flirting with these type of esoteric type religions. And so uh, that's why people say, no, I'm not religious. I'm uh, I'm uh, I'm spiritual. But I, I kind of want to I want to punch up here real quick and see if and see if people can recognize uh, let's go. Let's go to James real quick. James, James two. Uh, let's see. Choose my Let me see. This is because those who are. Let me see. Okay, I'm trying to find something. Hmm. So. see all right so forget that I'm, I'm gonna go to another part of um, James that talks about religion if it, this is this is um James chapter 1 verse 26 if anyone thinks himself to be religious and and does not bridle his tongue he doesn't control what he says but deceives his own heart this man's religion is worthless and then he says, pure and undefiled religion in the sight of our God and Father is this, to visit orphans and widows in their distress and to keep oneself unstained by the world, right? So it's, um, it's not about whether we have religion. We all have religion. We all have ethics. We all have rituals and we all have a higher dependency of what we trust in whether it's ourself our stock portfolios our job our family our parents or or you know our wealth our health regardless of what the final dependency is that is what we are what becomes our god why because being that there is a god if you substitute those things for God, that immediately becomes an idol. And so 
what James is saying here is talking about that he's not saying that you have religion. He's talking about whether one has good religion or bad religion. That's the question. And he says, pure and undefiled religion in the sight of our God and, and Father is this, to visit orphans and widows in their distress and to keep oneself unstained by the world. Most people believe that we should visit orphans and widows in their time of need, right? Most people would say that. Even a, even a, uh, a secularist will say that. So the question is, that's what James is saying. He's saying that that's good religion, to, to do good unto others, right? And so it's not a question of whether one has, one has religion or not. And, and also the issue of spirituality. One, you can't be spiritual because the, the idea of spirituality that has been infiltrated in, in our Western world is this idea of the power within, the inside. You pick yourself up from bootstraps. Think and, and, you know, and be rich. Think and be wealthy. Think and be healthy. All of this stuff comes from Eastern religions, pagan religions. And so spirituality with regard to, to the Holy Scriptures and Christian Scriptures is is it either either the spirit of god or the spirit of antichrist that's basically it there's no other spirit you either got evil spirits or you've got the spirit of god those are your those are your choices so while people in our culture make spirituality extremely complicated it's not complicated if you want to go to the spiritual realm you can either go to satan or you can go to the holy spirit and you can only go to the holy spirit uh, by acknowledging your sin before God, repenting, recognizing the holy, holy God, creator of heaven and earth, recognizing that we have to come to him. And so that that's my prayer, that that's what we'll all do. We'll all come to our recognition of our necessity for God. And so the issue, once again, of these um, Gnostic writings, none of this stuff holds a candle. And if you don't think so, read them, read these books, you know, read these books and see for yourself. The writing is completely, totally different. You can't compare. And from very, for hundreds of years in the past, the early church has recognized that. Okay. So yeah. So thanks for listening. Um, join me next time. Until next time. God bless. Thanks again for listening to True News 365. Check out truenews365.com for more podcasts, blogs, resources, commentary. Check me out on YouTube, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Telegram. And until next time, let's keep the faith moving forward and ignite the power of truth with the word of God to our neighbors and the rest of the world in Christ's name. God bless.